morning, y'all. My name is Carson Crow. And my name is Finley Kerr. And we will be preaching today about Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. In John 3.16, it states, God so loved the world that he gave, he gave his only son who, be, who believes and shall not perish and live eternal life. And that means God sent his one son to die for our sins so we can be forgiven even he never made a single one. They nailed him on the cross and took his clothes, spit on, spit on him, beat him, whipped, covered, and spikes. And then they put a crown of thorns on his head and nailed his hands and feet on the cross. He did not hurt them anyway, but they did, and it hurt him terribly. He died on the cross that day. He came to earth to, to do this because he loves us that much and Jesus wants us to help us live with, with God in heaven. Jesus died to take up our sins. He wants to be our Savior. He will if you ask, I will, you ask him. We shall never forget that day because that is no one greater or stronger than Jesus. We should always learn on him and ask for forgiveness when he is, when you are not perfect, and he is. To remember this day, we also take communion. Remember Jesus when we eat and drink at commun communion. Do this in remembrance of him. We eat the bread and drink the juice for communion. The Lord is re for remembrance of him for dying on the cross. It is special. It is a special meal because the bread and the juice remember of his body and blood of Christ. So we will take communion. Let us remember what Jesus died for our sins. Jesus died on the cross for our us. Thank you. Okay. Um, so I want to talk about the armor of God. So, I'm just going to stick my hand up when I want to go to the next slide. Okay, yeah. So, in Ephesians chapter 6, uh, verses uh, verses 10 through 17, it says, Oh, finally, be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, and against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand on your ground, and after you have done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth around your waist, and the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition, to all, uh, in addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith, which, will, uh, which you can extinguish all flaming arrows from the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is God's word. So one point we can take away just right off the bat is there are six, uh, next, yeah. there are six parts in the armor of God. You got the helmet of salvation, 
breastplate of righteousness, belt of truth, sandals of readiness, shield of faith, and the sword of the spirit. Um, and each one of these, um, uh, yeah, let's go to the next slide. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can also see that you have defensive and offensive. They're out of this six pieces of armor, only one of them is offensive. The other are defensive. Those are to protect you. You can see that the helmet of salvation, it's going to protect your mind. Breastplate of righteousness, protect your heart. Then the shield of faith is going to protect you, like, uh, like, front, like it says, the flaming arrows. It, you're not going to like cut an arrow with your sword halfway midair, so that's why you may need a shield. Uh, and then the sandals of readiness, there's all type of terrain, no matter where you are. And those sandals are going to make sure you're ready whenever. And I skipped the belt of truth which I'm coming back to now, because a belt, the belt of truth is going to hold it all together. It's the truth that puts that whole armor together. We all know what happens if you have too big a pants without belt. It falls down. Um, but that's to protect you. Then you have offensive, which is the sword of the spirit, which is going to let you attack your enemy. And in this case, that enemy is Satan. And you can, we can see that. Um, in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 11, Oh, finally be strong in the Lord and his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Those are things he's going to do to try to harm you. We can also see that in 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, Be uh, somber and be vigilant because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. New Christians... You may be real young, maybe old, middle-aged, whatever. New Christians are always at, Satan's always looking for them so he can set them aside from their faith. And we can see that in Ephesians um, 6.3, that we need to stand our ground. Because it says, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. So we can see that, um, that we, uh, we need to stand ourselves against the devil's schemes. One thing, though, if you look closely, is the armor protects all of this. Nothing on your back is protected. And many people have taken note of this. And the military, um, it's, um, uh, whether it be SWAT team, Navy SEALs, or Army, whenever they're clearing houses in an unknown area, it, they use something called close quarter combat defensive position, where every other soldier has the soldier in front of them, their back. The last soldier is back to back with the second, making sure that every one of those soldiers has the other one's back, making sure they do not get injured. We need to do the exact same for spiritual. We need to help each other because in uh, ver James chapter 1, verses 2 and 3, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters. Whenever you face trials, it may be kind... Uh, kinds because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. We're going to get tested with our faith. No matter what happens, it may be addiction, it may be you disrespect someone or you're too quiet or something like that. You're going to get, um, you're going to have trials. And what you need to remember is that we cannot do it alone. We need Jesus and we need other people. Um, and if you look in Ephesians uh, 6 verse 12, it says, For our struggle is not against our own flesh and blood, we're not going to fight against each other because when we fight against each other, we're letting the enemy win and separate us from God. We can also uh, see that it says against the um, authorities and against the powers of the dark world. They are not for us. 
they are against us. It's the opposite of the song we were singing this morning. It, they do not want our good. They want our bad. And to separate us from God. And we, if we spend all our time fighting, then we're going to get nowhere. <laughs> um, a next step we have is to encourage a fellow Christian who is struggling. We are all struggling. My personality especially is when I ever need help or I'm struggling. As much as I sing the song Help from the Beatles, I do not like to admit it. <laughs> I do not like to admit it. But when someone comes around and sees that I need help and then helps me, that makes me feel a whole lot better. There's some people who are not as vocal or there are people that are super vocal. Just be around a person who needs, you, uh, needs your help with following Christ. Yeah, yeah so that's, that's, that's it.